0: Welcome back to the Soul Expansion podcast. Today I am talking about 2022 coaching industry predictions. So I had an idea for this podcast episode because I, you know, was creating content for Instagram and I just had this download like oh, things really need to change in the following year and I can actually feel the changes happening. Um, you know, I've been on this path for a while promoting safer coaching practices, conscious selling, uh, trauma-informed coaching, etc. All the things you hear me talk about here on the Soul Expansion podcast. Um, And these are things that I've noticed more and more people are coming out of the woodwork and they're saying to me, I'm so glad you're talking about this. I want to work with you. The container I'm currently in is just toxic or the coach isn't supportive or what i'm being told to do doesn't feel aligned for me and i really just want to see i really just want to like be in a container where i can be myself i can build my business the way i want to build it i can feel safe and supported and get what i'm paying for right and there's been momentum building so i saw people start to react to my content as i talked about this the first time you know at the beginning of 2021, really, I mean, I've been really integrating and embodying this on a deeper level all year long. Um, and even in 2020, I was starting to do this work. So people have been responding to it the entire time. So I knew this was something that people were craving, but momentum has been building. I've noticed just in the past month, I've had a lot more interest in my programs, a lot more interest in what I'm doing because of my perspective on how coaching containers can be run, on how we can sell in a safe and empowering way, and on how we can be you know, better embodied leaders. So I kind of feel like I'm on the cusp of a big wave that's happening in the coaching industry. I'm definitely not the only person leading the charge here, but I do think you're going to see more people coming out and talking about the same sorts of things that I'm talking about and actually what's kind of exciting about this and the reason why i'm really passionate about this is because it's actually in my human design profile to or whatever it's called i don't know if it's my profile or if it's something else but the way i am meant to change the world essentially so my my purpose in life i think that that's what it is in my human design is to take the old figure out what new things are required in order to put everyone on a better path and then be the leader in, you know, guiding people toward that, right? So I'm literally supposed to experience all the things that are wrong with the coaching industry, for example, Identify the things that need to shift and what what will build a brighter future and then lead the charge in that. So I am in deep alignment with my human design talking about this. So you're going to continue to hear me talking about it. Um, but yeah, let's talk about what it's going to take, what I predict it will take to stay relevant, to develop a really rock solid reputation, and to continue to grow your business and stand out online in 2022. So I think the way the coaching industry started out and the way we've seen it run pretty much up until now is you became more powerful by being popular on social media so by having really good content, by growing your audience, by building up a really you know large community. That's that was the first way. By making a lot of money, that was the second way, right? And talking about how much money you're making and by having really great testimonials. Now, I like to give people the benefit of the doubt. If this is how, you know, you've observed people running their business up until now and that's kind of like the extent to the depth of work that they do and then there's a lot of problems behind closed doors. You know, I like to think like, well, that's how they were taught to do it or they don't know any better or you know, they're completely unconscious to the fact that they are causing harm, which I think is usually the case. I don't think There's anyone in the coaching industry that's deliberately malicious. Um, Of course, there could be an exception to the rule, but I tend to believe that most people want to do the right thing. They want to have a positive impact and they don't want to cause harm. However, a lot of harm is being caused. And I think people are starting to see that we can actually change the way we're running things for the better. So, my prediction is that. People will no longer hire coaches just because they're popular, just because they're making a lot of money, and just because they have a lot of testimonials because we've seen time and time again that that doesn't necessarily mean you're going to get a radical transformation, and it also doesn't necessarily mean that you're even going to feel safe, supported, or valued as a client, right? And I think that's something that people are really starting to see as something that they value and they're willing to pay, you know, a premium for. They want to feel like they are supported they want to have more access they want to be treated with respect they want to know that their their own opinions about how to build their business matter right and so this is what i think what i'm predicting will be really powerful in 2022 for helping you to start to make the shift right to start to shift your paradigm in your business and brand so that you can attract the more you know What's the word I'm looking for? The more particular consumer. Because the average coaching client now is a lot more savvy. They have expert bullshit detectors. And they're not getting swayed by the fancy branding and the the number of followers and all of that stuff anymore. A lot of people are starting to read energy better in the online space because they've been burned in the past. right? They've had past mentors who harmed them in some way, either intentionally or unintentionally. And they want better, right? We're spending a lot of money to get mentorship and coaching in this industry. And we're getting a lot more savvy. So something I think that's going to be really important to tap into and to make known to your audience, to your community, first and foremost, are your values. You know, what do you stand for? And what's really important with values... Because we've seen this in corporate cultures for damn sure, let me tell you. <laughs> but we also see it in the coaching industry. So what's really important about your values is you have to actually embody them. You have to not just state what they are, talk about them in your marketing, post them on your website, etc. No, you have to actually integrate them into every layer of your business, all the way down to you know how your team responds to emails or how you treat clients when they disagree with you, etc. Values have to be integrated and embodied in order to be even relevant, right? So if you say that safety in coaching containers is a value, but then you ridicule someone's idea, then no, that's not very safe, right? So that's an example of like, just paying lip service to the value of safety, if that's one of your values that you claim to have, right? So we need to know not only what we stand for, what we want our legacy to be, what's important to us about our business. We we need to know what our values are, but we also need to take the action steps to integrate them into every single layer of our business. And it really should touch every layer, right? So... For me, something that has become really important to me is support. Support is a value that is really important to me in my business. I want my clients to feel supported. I don't want anyone to feel left behind. I don't want anyone to feel like I just took their money and ran, right? Like, I really want my clients to feel like they got support, deep support. And at the same time, I have to make sure my needs are met and I'm not burning myself out, right? So I had to get creative in order to integrate this value this year. So it's 2021. So in order to integrate this value, one thing I did was I restructured all of my programs so I could have FaceTime with all of my clients at every single price point for every single offer in my offer suite. And as they pay more, they do get more access But at the same time, everyone has an opportunity to work directly with me in my product suite. This was something that was really important to me when I was talking to my mentor earlier this year. I told her, you know, I always felt like slighted if I joined a program and I didn't really get to communicate with the actual coach that I paid, right? And maybe you don't feel this way. There's a lot of people that don't feel this way. And I think that's beautiful too. There's a lot of people who like to train a team of coaches to work under their personal brand. I think that's awesome. For me, it's not the right path for me in this exact moment. This could obviously change, right? But right now, support is a huge value of mine. And so I had to get creative about how to structure, like especially my lower ticket programs. And I wanted to share a couple of details just to give you some inspiration. So for my lowest ticket program, which is the Soul Expansion Membership, For that program, I decided I wanted to have at least one live healing per month. And the nature of the healings are, it's not like hot seat coaching where I have to talk to every single person on the call. However... The way it actually is structured is I can serve, you know, 10 people or I can serve a thousand people on the same call because it's a healing that is geared toward a group. I do like limited spotlight coaching at the end if there's time where people can raise their hand and get additional support. And then, of course, we have resources in the membership that allow people to support themselves, right? We also have a Slack channel, which we decided later on to open up. Um, because it was requested by the community. So we also have a Slack channel where I go in there one time per week to look at a specific channel to see if there's any questions or any requests for support. So with that program, at the time I'm recording this, it's $111 per month. So a very low ticket price point. And it really is geared toward people who want to be in my energy, but not invest thousands, right? I wanted to give people that option. And at the same time, I have to respect my own boundaries and my own lifestyle. So the time commitment for me for that program is however much time it takes me to record the healings, which I usually block off like two hours once a month to record the healings. However much time it takes me to do the live healing. So that's maybe, you know, an hour per month. And then however much time it takes me to check in on the weekly Slack channel. So that would be... Maybe 30 minutes per week. It really doesn't take me that much time. So, all in all, let's see, 30 minutes per week, multiply that by four weeks. So, that would be two hours plus an hour for the live healing plus two hours for the pre recorded healings. So, all in all, this program takes me five hours to, you know, support the clients, right? Which really is not a lot of time per month, right? Five hours per month. Divine feminine sales is a higher touch program where they get more support. They get biweekly calls, so that's 2 hours, right? They also get, you know, pretty much daily Slack support Monday through Friday. So that can take, you know, anywhere from 10 minutes to 30 minutes per day. So per week, let's just say 2 hours per week. So for that program, it's a higher ticket price point, right? Instead of one 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 per month, it's one 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 per month. So thousand one hundred and eleven dollars. And I spend, you know, let's see, two hours on the Slack channel, two hours each month on the calls. Plus, I do ongoing content updates. So I spend probably eight hours per month, give or take, on that program. So it's a bigger time investment, and. You know, as it scales, I'm sure I'll spend more time in that program. It is a program where, um, as it grows, I may have to invest more time and energy, but that's why it's at a higher ticket price point, right? And then Expansion Mastermind and One-on-One Coaching are my highest ticket offers. They get daily Voxer support. They get you know weekly calls with me live. They get hot seat coaching. So per client, it really is a higher time investment for me, right? And so that's a much higher ticket investment. It starts at 3000 per month with you know options for extended payment plans. And this is all at the time that I'm recording this, right? Could always change. So what I've been able to do is I've been able to provide support and FaceTime to my clients at every price point but I've structured my programs so that there's two programs where no matter how many bodies you pack into it my personal time investment won't necessarily have to change all that much with divine feminine sales it might change a little bit but really not as much as um you know the way I used to structure my programs and then the program where I'm trading a lot more time for money like my time is really needed in order to provide the level and the caliber of support that the clients are paying for, I'm charging a lot more, right? So it is possible to, you know, integrate and embody this value of support. You just have to get more creative with it, right? So instead of doing like weekly live calls for my $111 program, I took it down to monthly and I structured the calls so that it didn't matter how many people were on it. I could still hold the space and provide the healing, so you, when you're talking about values, it's taking those extra steps to get creative on how you're going to integrate them into your business. That makes all the difference, right? Otherwise, you're just talking the talk. You're not really walking the walk. So the next thing that I think is going to be essential when it comes to standing out and being a powerful leader in the coaching space in 2022 is cultivating safety in your in your coaching containers right i think safety has been something that has been ignored by the majority of the industry um probably unconsciously you know i like to give people the benefit of the doubt but having gone through my own trauma healing process i've learned that a lot of the coaching practices that are perpetuated in the industry are truly unsafe and do not facilitate, you know, the best transformation possible because you know in extreme cases they're re- re-traumatizing people and causing people to quit their business or causing people to believe that, you know, they're broken or they're not good enough. Um and so I have a whole episode coming out in a couple weeks about how to create safer coaching containers but i think some of the basics are you know just leveling power dynamics between coach and client and becoming trauma informed if you're a coach or facilitator so pretty much everyone on planet earth i'm just going to go out on a limb here and say everyone on planet earth has experienced traumatic experiences right you don't just have to go to war to have experienced trauma literally being you know left at home with a babysitter while your mom goes to work for the first time ever and you're an infant, that could be traumatic for a young infant, right? And so we all have had these overwhelming experiences that cause trauma reactions in the body. And so becoming a trauma-informed coach or healer is so powerful for facilitating safer containers and for allowing your clients to reach deeper transformations. Um, And then the other piece is leveling power dynamics. I think there's been a really unhealthy culture in the industry where if you're the coach or if you're making more money than someone, then you have to be the authority or the leader or you have to put yourself up on this pedestal. And I actually call this pedestal leadership, right? So... Pedestal leadership is running rampant in the coaching industry, and I can't tell you how many people have reached out to me in recent months just saying that they appreciate how I'm talking about this more and more, and they they want something different, right? So this is definitely a radical shift that's coming in the industry. I'm just going to go out and say it right now. If you are practicing pedestal leadership, it's time to check yourself and do the healing that's necessary to be able to become more of an embodied, grounded leader you are a coach or a healer that is tired of chasing after leads, tired of worrying about where your money's going to come from each month, and tired of using sleazy sales tactics that make you feel icky and make your audience feel icky, I have just the thing for you. So after working with over a hundred coaches and healers, and also after observing what happened in my own business scaling journey, I realized that there is a massive upper limit to complicated strategies. And what I found was you don't really need complicated strategies to be able to market and sell your programs. At the end of the day, all you need are basic marketing and sales skills, and then it comes down to your energy and your mindset. And Divine Feminine Sales has you covered on all three. And honestly, the biggest thing I've learned about sales is when you are able to tap into this Divine Feminine Energy that we all have inside of ourselves regardless of how you identify or what your biological gender is. When we're able to tap into our divine feminine energy, you become a truly magnetic force for your soulmate clients. They can't help but be magnetized to you and to want to be in your energy and to join your programs. It's like being the host of the hottest party of the season that everyone wants an invitation to, except that party is your program, right? And how cool would it be to be in this place where you can just magnetically attract people and have those I wanna work with you DMs every single day. All of this is possible for you when you join Divine Feminine Sales, and I have a special offer for you. If you'd like to try Module 1 of Divine Feminine Sales, you can do so for only $55. That's right, you can try Module 1 for only $55 at trydivine.com. And if you decide that you totally love module one and you wanna upgrade to the full program where you get live calls with me, as well as Facebook group support, you can apply that same $55 to your full enrollment. How cool is that? So give us a try at trydivine.com. You will love module one. I take you through my offer creation framework. And you get to keep forever access to that. So that in and of itself is way, way, way worth the $55. Let's be real. (laughs) Go to trydivide.com and let me know on Instagram if you sign up. I would love to celebrate you. All right. Now back to the show. Um, So an embodied grounded leader is someone who is like boots on the ground. They're still in touch with their communities and they look at their communities as equal human beings who are worthy of respect and are, you know, respected as individuals, right? So with pedestal leadership, you put yourself up on a pedestal and you look down at your clients or your team or your audience. But with grounded leadership, you're on the ground with them and you're listening to them. You're you know, collecting feedback from them. And grounded leadership is so powerful because it actually empowers your clients to see themselves as worthy of the same results that you've experienced. So when we're doing pedestal leadership, we're raising ourselves up above everyone. And then our clients feel like they can never catch up. But if we're doing grounded leadership, we actually lift them up with us, right? Because we're staying with our feet on the ground. We're right there with them as their equals. We've leveled the power dynamics as much as we can. And we continually seek to level those dynamics. And then as we continue to go up, right? As we raise our own ground, since they're on the ground with us, our clients rise up with us. So, grounded leadership is going to get you better client results. And it's just so powerful. So, those are two key things that I think are wonderful for cultivating more safety in your coaching containers. Um, you know, being trauma informed and seeking to be a grounded leader instead of a pedestal leader. But again, I have a whole episode coming out about how to create safer coaching containers coming soon. (laughs) So get excited about that. Um, Okay. The next thing that I think is going to be hugely important in the coaching industry in 2022 is encouraging individuality versus mandating your methodology as the one and only path to success. So a lot of the the current teachings in the coaching industry is create your signature offer and then a lot of people market their signature offer as if it's the only thing that people will ever need and it's the most perfect program that, you know, will fit everyone, right? It's a lot of like one size fits all marketing. And I get it. I'm not knocking anyone for doing it. It is, you know, powerful to be really confident in your marketing and that's great. However, inside the coaching container, I think you should, you know, really seek to celebrate the individual and encourage individuality. So encouraging people to make their own decisions, encouraging people to look at what you're providing as education or as coaching as a guidepost, but not as the law, right? So, I can think of some programs I sold, you know, 2 years ago where I basically said like if you do this, you won't be successful. If you don't do this, you won't be successful, right? Like I was really black and white in the way I taught my programs, which as I started my own healing journey, that's how I realized, okay, I am completely disconnected from my business now because I don't even believe in this way of thinking anymore. And so, if you're really going to start to integrate celebrating the individual and encouraging the individual, it may mean you need to re record all of your content, right? And it may mean that you need to develop new skills as a facilitator and you may need to do more of your own healing. I know for me, I actually didn't have the capacity to allow other people to have other opinions if it differed from what I believe to be true in my programs because. I didn't have the capacity to, you know, just celebrate the individual, right? I thought I was up on my pedestal. This is kind of related to pedestal leadership again. So I thought I was up on my pedestal, I knew better than everyone else, and that's how I coached, right? So I had to actually heal a lot of patterns within myself in order to even have the skills necessary to encourage individuality in my programs. So to really integrate celebrating and encouraging individuality, there's a lot of you know, really annoying action steps you might need to take, or you might look at them as annoying or like too much work right now. But I promise you, this is the way the industry is going. I can't tell you how many people have told me how uncomfortable it makes them to be in a coaching container where they're not given a choice, right? So how can you give the choice back to your clients and students? How can you empower them to make their own decisions and give them that power back, right? If you start to do this, you will surely stand out as a leader in 2022. The next thing that I think is going to be so important in the coaching industry in 2022 is promoting longevity and sustainability, so the start of this industry was get rich quick mentality for the most part. I mean, I have been following the coaching in- industry for years, even before I joined it as a participant, right? I have followed some really old school marketers and coaches that have been in this space for you know over a decade. And I've learned a lot just by observing them. And a lot of the the traditional marketing methods for the coaching industry, especially the business coaching industry, um, which is mostly what I'm referring to now, is get-rich-quick mentality or get really fast results and transformations if you're not a business coach. And I just got to tell you, being a grounded leader, being someone who has been boots on the ground and has also been a consumer of the coaching industry for a couple of years now... People are exhausted. They're discouraged. They're burnt out. They're disappointed. So, this get rich quick mentality is burning off really quickly, right? Like, it's literally exploding or imploding, is probably a better way of putting it. And it's not going to be tolerated in 2022. I can guarantee you that. There's a shift coming where people aren't going to even care if you say, you know, set up your six-figure business in 90 days, they're not going to believe it, right? People's bullshit detectors are on point. People have been burned in the past by unrealistic promises like that. And I'm all about the quantum leaps, right? Like, let's be real. I know the universe can bend time and, you know, dump six figures into my bank account at any moment if I'm available for it and if I'm energetically aligned to it. So I do have that belief. But... I think there's going to be a big shift in terms of what people will be willing to invest in based on the marketing and based on how you're embodying longevity and sustainability. So for example, if you are only celebrating financial milestones and big financial wins, then that's going to show to your audience, to your community, that that's the only thing that you value, right? Like That's what's most important to you. And not that there's anything wrong with that, but if we're shifting out of this get rich quick mentality, then one powerful shift you can make is celebrating the journey as well as the destination and creating opportunities for your clients to get excited about the journey and the in-between moments and the building and to really be able to enjoy the whole process instead of putting off their joy and their happiness and their self-care and their well-being until they're at the destination. Too many people have done that for too long and we don't like it anymore. We don't want it anymore. We want to be able to enjoy the entire process. And if you're triggered by this, I would encourage you to you know sit with that and see what's coming up for you. Because it may be that right now, your inner child or one of your childhood parts is thinking, well, only the destination is worthy. I, it's not worthy celebrating the journey because that's not an achievement. And what I need is the achievement, right? And so I've been that, in that position. I've been in your shoes if that's kind of your thought process right now. And I would just encourage you to question that thought process, right? Question it. Just ask it questions like, is this ultimately true? Is it possible that I could enjoy the journey, right? Because if you stay in that mindset that only the destination is worthy of celebration, then you will continue to be burnt out and you will continue to be in kind of like this get rich quick mentality, which frankly is not sustainable or doesn't have longevity either, right? It's a toxic situation where you're setting yourself up for failure. If not now, then at some point in the future. With sustainability and longevity, something else you will want to examine is what are you actually teaching as your method if you're a business coach, right? Are you teaching something that is not sustainable or long-lasting, like launching 24-7 every single month, a new launch with new content and a new sales page and new graphics and a new seven-module program, right? Like That is not sustainable for a solopreneur, I tried to do that and I very quickly burnt out, right? And I'm a really high achiever. My achiever pattern was like all on board to check every box and do every task that I was supposed to do for this lunch. And it was really activating for me and I burnt out really quickly. So also look at what you're promoting. If you're promoting something that is not long lasting or sustainable, then maybe it's time to make a shift on what it is you're teaching. The next thing that I think will help you stand out as a, a better leader in 2022 or a more powerful leader that people want to hire in 2022 is centering the client versus centering the coach. So similar to um you know creating safety, I talked about being a pedestal leader versus a grounded leader. So leaders who lift up their communities and give others permission to be human by admitting their mistakes or by showing what's going on behind closed doors or by asking their communities for feedback on how they can do things better, leaders who lift up their communities with all of these things just allow people to feel like their voice matters and to feel like they're important and to feel like you actually care about the client, right? So centering the client means You know, leveling the playing field, again, breaking down those power dynamics and then asking for feedback consistently about how you can improve as the coach and how the program can improve and how you can make it safer in in your containers or how you can support your people more, right? I think what's going out of style is leaders who portray perfectionism and who center themselves as the the leader in like all caps, right, or the authority or the the be all end all voice that knows everything, right. I think we're over that. I think what's really going to transform the industry and what what you're going to see as being really popular in 2022 for good reason are leaders and brands that really center the customer or the client. And really put them first and really embody this, right? It's, again, not just about talking the talk, but actually walking the walk and making changes based on your community feedback and getting vulnerable with your audience and sharing your mistakes and sharing you know, what you're struggling with at a given moment in time. Really allowing your clients to see you as a flawed human being, which you totally are, by the way. <laughs> we all are flawed human beings, which allows them to feel more empowered to you know, reach your level wherever you're at, right? It's really hard to feel empowered when we see our leaders as being better than us. But when we can see our leaders as being on the same ground as us, it's like, holy shit, I can do this too, right? So it just really empowers your clients and it makes you stand out which brings me to the last one. So this is my last prediction for 2022. What's going to help you stand out as a powerful leader? What's going to you know, cause people to want to hire you? Um, and that is authentic vulnerability. Authentic vulnerability versus contrived vulnerability. So somewhere along the way, we all learned that vulnerability was a good marketing tactic. Right? But true vulnerability goes a lot deeper than just sharing something that happened to you several years ago. So an example I'd like to share (laughs) is I I know several people who do this, and I'm not going to name names, but I'm sure you've witnessed this before in the coaching industry. So it feels really out of touch when a millionaire is still talking about the first business coach they hired when they only had $500 in the in their bank account and using that as their way to connect with their audience and be vulnerable. To me that feels like contrived vulnerability because you know, if you're a millionaire, you've outgrown those fears that you had back then, which to me, kind of puts you up on the pedestal a little higher, right? Sharing something from so far back in your journey that is no longer even relevant to your current life, that doesn't tell me that you're a flawed human being. That just tells me that at one point you were a flawed human being, but now you're this you know, epitome of perfection. You're up on your pedestal, right? So what I would propose as being really powerful in 2022 is if you are a millionaire talking about millionaire sized problems. I mean it feels so much more authentic and relatable even though it's maybe not a problem I personally would be struggling with, but vulnerability is actually sharing, you know, what's under the surface, right? It should show us that you're not perfect. It should show us that you experience the same types of problems even if they're at a larger scale as we do. It's not recounting a time when one time you felt vulnerable, but you've completely outgrown that now. I know it's important to understand where you came from and to share your story and all of that good stuff as part of your marketing, but it comes across as really contrived if we can't even imagine you being in that situation that you're describing. Whereas if I were to say that, you know, at the time I'm recording this, I had a recent realization that I was feeling guilt and shame about, you know, planning my wedding alongside growing my business. And then I was also feeling guilt and shame about feeling guilt and shame about planning my wedding alongside growing my business, um because I didn't grow as quickly as I wanted to this year. Like sharing that, that's very real. That takes me off of my pedestal, and that shows you that I'm still struggling with things that are, you know, maybe not the exact same thing you're struggling with, but I haven't reached this unrealistic level of perfectionism that we see all over the industry, right? It allows you to see me as a human being. It allows you to understand that I do have emotions and I do have problems and I'm not perfect and I don't have it all figured out, right? I've done so much healing and I still felt guilt and shame about, you know, planning my wedding, which is like Even saying that makes me feel even guiltier and more shameful because, like, I shouldn't feel guilty or shameful about planning my wedding, but I did. Right. And that's hard. It's really hard. And that was something I struggled with a lot this year. And it did hold back my growth, but you know, that's what I needed at the time. And I had to come to terms with that. I had to center in and feel safe about that and to accept myself for that. Right. I had to forgive myself. I had so much anger toward myself for a while. And I kept getting into this you know, place of comparison and into this place of like, oh, I should be further along. But at some point I had to forgive myself and I had to give myself grace and realize, you know what, that was one year of my life. And it was a really important year and it was a really important life event. And I get to have had that time. It's not a race to the million dollar mark or to the next milestone. I was living my life and I'm glad that I was able to live my life. And, you know, I do wish I could have lived my life even more, right? So I actually felt guilt and shame about that too. Like, man, I wish I didn't waste all this time and energy feeling guilt and shame about my business not growing as quickly as I thought it would this year. I wish I had just like lived in the moment and enjoyed myself. Because that, you know, that year only comes around once in a lifetime for most of us. So... That is authentic vulnerability, right? Like that is something very real that I struggled with this year. It's not something, you know, that I struggled with two and a half years ago when I first started my business, something that I couldn't even imagine being a problem for me now, right? Like investing myself is not really a problem for me. I never really worry about it. I trust the universe to support me. So if I were to go back and say how scared I was to invest in myself, you know, When I quit my job, it just would feel like contrived, right? Because I'm not in that right now. Vulnerability is not sharing something you've overcome. Vulnerability is, you know, sharing what you're currently in. And of course, from a grounded place, of course, from a place of like, I've done some healing on it and I've, you know, started to work through it and I'm not attached to it. I'm not like defining myself by it anymore. So I don't mean like, right when the bandaid gets ripped off, you share it. At the time I'm recording this, this thing that I was sharing about the guilt and shame about my wedding and my business growth, I had realized that like about a month ago, right? So I waited some time. I did some healing on it before I shared it. But it's still really relevant, right? It's still really potent for me. It's something that I can actually share from the heart and not just from the brain. When you're sharing something from many, many years ago that is no longer relevant to you, you're sharing from the brain, and that's why it feels so contrived. So authentic vulnerability, I think, is going to really help you stand out in the coaching industry in 2022. And if you are a millionaire listening to this, I'm telling you right now, people are going to want to see you talking about things authentically that you know are vulnerable to you, like things that you're actually struggling with you know in recent months not 6 years ago when you had $500 and you moved to bali and you hired your first business coach and now that's not even relevant to you anymore right so those are my predictions for how to stand out and be be someone that people want to hire in 2022 in the coaching industry if you like this episode, I would love it if you would share it to your stories, tag me, screenshot the podcast, do all the things, um, You know, share it with your biz besties to help them get prepared for this big shift that's happening in the industry. And yeah, I'm excited to see how you guys integrate this information. If you want to share any wins or breakthroughs with me in the DMs, I'd love to hear from you. I'm at Kristen Kaczynski. And what are we doing next week? Let's see. Okay. So next week, I'm going to talk about a pattern that came up for me hugely in 2021. Um, And the title of the episode is When Your Inner Child is Running Your Business. So we'll be going deep on something that was coming up for me in 2021. um, And I'll be talking you through ways you can connect with your inner child to support her or him, or they, or whoever they are in your mind's eye um, and guide them. So that way they don't run your business, but the conscious adult soul aligned version of you can run your business instead. So get excited for that episode, hit subscribe if you haven't yet, and I'll talk to you soon.